Welcome to the making of Thriller. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Black Jackson Estate Podcast. Ooh, it's spooky season once again. And you know what that means. Michael Jackson, King of Pop, reaches his peak form even from the afterlife in October. And we couldn't be more excited about it. We've got all the users in the room. And when I say all, I mean all of the users. So uh, users 1, 1. 1.5, 3.5. Is everybody ready to rock and roll today? Let's do it. Let's go. Now, 1.5, you're bringing um, a special guest to the episode. So 1.5 has done the um, done us the awesome pleasure of pulling together the notes today for the making of Spooky Season, where we're going to dig into Michael Jackson short films that are wholly relevant during the Halloween season. And 1.5 has brought her illustrious son, who is now officially being dedicated as user... 3.5 today we are so excited to have Jaden on the podcast user 1.5 what did you do to um get your son involved in the black jackson estate and how excited are you to have him as a buddy on the cast today um i didn't do anything cool uh i asked him if he wanted to be on the show and he was like yeah so Jaden, introduce yourself say hello to the black jackson estate everyone um it's a an honor to be here today with everyone to do this amazing podcast and I hope everyone enjoys it. Now Jaden on a scale of one to five how big of a Michael Jackson fan are you? Um, I feel like I feel like I'd be the 3.5. 3.5 is exactly who you are so this feels right this fits. User 3.5 feels like a 3.5. And I feel like a lot of that may have been by osmosis. Uh, user 1, how proud are you to have your nephew on the Black Jackson estate today? He's in the family business, you know? Yeah, and, remember, yeah he used well, to be in the group. He really was grown. He had no choice but to be a Michael yeah. Jackson fan. I really don't know that he ever was given the option of not being a Michael Jackson fan. And he has been singing Michael songs, lyrics, chewing them up like Michael and all since he was a little bitty boy. Yeah. We we put him in the group at one point whenever we would do our choreo to um, the I Want You Back <laughs> The 30th DC, anniversary. Uh, yeah. Stop the Love You Save Medley. But he couldn't keep up with the steps. He could not. So he's he not even Tito. He's, um, he's <laughs> Reby. But... Oh. When, oh, we, no. when that first came no, out, that's I don't know. We, did we talk Ruby's about got one of the hottest singles in the family, though. So that's not bad. That's, it's, it's, you're still in the family. I didn't say you were Giovanni. So it's like you're Whoa. still in the mix. No. So, but now we got to explain that to Jaden today. <laughs> not today. Not today. We don't have to. Not today. Leave him at 3.5. We're not going to push him to five. No, I'm proud. I'm proud that he's here. I'm happy he's here. I'm, I'm happy he wanted to be here. He definitely didn't have to do it. And he said, you know what? He he'd been he'd been said he wanted to come and be a part of an episode. So I think this is the perfect one to do. He's like he loves Halloween. So this is just absolutely up his alley. So 
Welcome user 3.5. Welcome 3.5. I love Halloween too. This is the part of the podcast where we invite you to become a sponsor. The Black Jackson Estate is a people-powered podcast. Your support helps keep our podcast streaming all over the globe. Each of our legendary sponsors gets to join us by becoming an official user. And by supporting us on Patreon, you gain access to exclusive content that only our patrons can enjoy. So please donate, support our podcast, get a shout out on the next episode www.paypal.me forward slash Black Jack Estate or you can hit us on Cash App BLK Jack Estate or search us on Patreon type in our podcast The Black Jackson Estate please won't you give 3.5 have you thought about what you're going to be for Halloween I have I have a whole costume picked out I'm going to be the infamous Michael Myers. Ooh, that's real spooky. That's real dark. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Why not be a, one of the more famous serial killers? You know? I'm pretty sure Michael Myers has gotten, with the Halloween franchise, at least 25 movies at this point. So I think he's a little famous. Aren't they literally beyond 30? Like, I'm so sick of, I just... There's he, a lot of them. Just, uh, uh, I guess until Jamie Lee Curtis is on the other side of the dirt, honey, we're yeah. going to continue to get the movies. So, so long as she's yeah, in shape cool. and can run and stab, mm-hmm. they're going to be good. Yeah. Well, you know she's regular. Activia! <laughs> um, I think I'm going to pull out the old ALF costume. I bought my ALF costume during the pandemic. I didn't really put any miles on it the way I wanted to. But I will say... Um, because of Alf's hair, I I have to be really thoughtful about whether I want to commit to it because then Alf's red hair is now my red hair and it's just a lot. So anyway, uh, let's get into today's episode. Shout out to our folks on Patreon for subscribing. We love you. We appreciate you. And we want more folks to, to come in and join us. When you join uh, as a as a Patreon supporter, you get more content. You get the content before the rest of the the public internationally, and you get in indulge in the conversation earlier. You get to talk to us one on one. So, if you have not become a Patreon subscriber yet, please go on to Patreon and hit us up. That's Patreon. Search the Black Jackson Estate, and we've got a couple tiers there. So, go on and become a subscriber. We've got some awesome content up there for you now to go back and browse through uh, that we've collected over the last couple of months, and we're looking forward to bringing y'all more exclusive content. So tonight we're, we're doing our spooky season episode. This is, did you guys know this is our third annual spooky season? We did not do one the first year we started recording the Black Jackson Estate podcast, which was 2019. We did not do a spooky season episode, but we have done one each year subsequent to 2019. So we did one last year. We did one in 2020. How do you guys feel about this being our third annual spooky season episode? I love it. I just think Halloween is so fun. And I think Michael Jackson's um, brand is just forever tied to scary shit. Thriller, ghosts, threatened. He just was really into the spooky shit. And we've 
dug into the different aspects of it. We talked about the psychology of some of those songs and the spooky ties to it. We've um, dug into Thriller multiple times. Um, And so I'm really excited to talk about the short film and how it came to be. Um, And, you know, it's spooky legacy. We love it. Oh, and ghosts. Yeah, ghosts is just... Outside of Michael and outside of Michael and Debbie being on a motorcycle um, while he was in prosthetics, I think that was just a moment um, for Michael Jackson fans just to see that. It's a very interesting (laughs) visual. Um, Very, very very interesting visual. Yeah, it's all scary. It's all scary. Yeah, yeah. The child is here. I'm going to keep it clean. What do you think, uh, user? 1.5. 1.5. How do you feel about this being our third annual spooky season episode? And um, we've really been we've been hustling this pod, man, y'all. We've been coming out, we've been giving y'all some some good content, and we have enjoyed every second of it. But what do you think using 1.5? Uh, you know, I I'm excited. I, I I don't know. Let me tell you guys something. It is incredibly difficult to find new ways to make spooky season exciting. Okay, we're three. I'm like, what TF are we going to talk about? Because, you know, because Thriller is it and Ghosts, nobody seems to like for me. Um, And so uh, it's been challenging, but we welcome a challenge. And I'm really excited to talk about the making of these films today because Michael Jackson gave us what not many artists gives to the public, which is a behind the scenes look at his creative genius. And so I'm really excited. Um, especially this time. But yeah, next year, we might take a break. Y'all don't even know. Appreciate them while they're here. You know, <laughs> give us our flowers while we're here because we sure won't need them when we're gone. But here's here's what I think. I think you're right. User 1.5, it is very difficult. But I think next year, maybe we bring some folks on who are a part of helping Michael make spooky season his season you know, folks who were involved in maybe the making of Thriller or Ghost, or we bring in someone who has a different perspective and do an interview. I think that would be kind of cool. If you guys think so too, drop us some notes. Let us know who you think, like the Black Jacksons, they should try to talk to this person. It can be an unsung hero. User two is big on getting a lot of the Black female dancers from Thriller, (laughs) trying to get them on this show. And I think that was just thought out loud at one point. We never really tried, but Maybe there's something we try for next year. Oh, um, I mean, those ladies was getting the fuck down. And just knowing, like, okay, you know how genuine has been going viral. <laughs> let's see, let's see if this has crossed over into like Gen Z territory. User 3.5. Have you seen Genuine go viral for doing like his version of the thriller slide? I have never. I don't even know. <laughs> See, like, yeah. he doesn't even know the first question is, is who's genuine, right? <laughs> right. Do That's you know I who thought. genuine is? Yeah. So we should start there. Yeah. Do you know who genuine is, the singer? I don't know. Okay. okay. He also doesn't have good taste uh, in music okay. sometimes. Oh, whoa, so. whoa, whoa. Be gentle. Be gentle. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. His taste in music can be quite questionable at times. Who are your favorite 90s artists, 3.5? Just to give the folks a little 90s. bit of contact, context. Um, I have a lot. 90s though not 2000s i don't know who's my favorite i don't i don't really think i have a favorite i just we'll just name some folks who who you are who are in your playlist from the 90s era um i have tupac i have biggie um 
Michael Jackson. Um, that's about it. Okay. See, that's legitimate, you know, and it, it, that's legitimate. But yeah, he's not really an R and B head like that. Not nineties R and B anyway. Got it. So, but you know, I I think that um I think user two, I think you're onto something with maybe getting some of those ladies to join us, and that would be kind of cool. Um, because I don't think their voices are really amplified when we start talking about uh the you know that music video. We talk a lot about Michael Peters, who of course is. And I not got. here with us, right? And um, but I think there's a lot of other people to kind of tap into. I do think some of them have spoken out over the years, but yeah, they ain't spoke to us, so that would be kind of cool, right? It's just uh, yeah, it's a, there's a lot of different people as you see when you watch this, the making of thriller. There's tons of people that went into this creative process. Like we know a lot of this was birthed in Michael's brain and um, evolve from what he and Quincy were able to accomplish in the studio along with Rod Temperton. But, um, you know, Rod this, Temperton. this is, <laughs> this is, this is just an iconic, this is an iconic piece of art. So I'm excited to dig into it. Go ahead. 1.5. Take it away. Hold on. I got one more thing. Oh shit. Okay. I know one more thing. Okay. So I wanted to briefly talk about this because we have a Jen. What are you, Jay, uh, Jayden, what are you, Jen? Gen you don't Z. know. He's, Gen He's Z. a Zier. He's a Zier. Gen Z, a.k.a. the Tide Pod Eating Generation. Okay. 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 Since we have one of those brilliant individuals with us today, I just want to talk very quickly about something that I think is troubling in the Michael community, but he has a little more insight than we do. So every year, Michael Jackson takes not only a height in getting to number one with Thriller, but he takes a real kind of nasty low with folks, especially from the Gen Z generation, some folks from that generation who think it's funny to make fun of him and say that he's scary. And they come up with these whole Michael Jackson is scary, Halloween sort of tropes and themes. User 3.5, educate us on on some of the things you've seen and, and what the what the story is with that sort of storyline. Michael Jackson is is scary. Okay, so we all know about all his plastic surgeries, right? So people are basically taking that and like distorting his face and making him look scary when he's really not. I think he's a genuine beautiful man. Okay. But there's videos of people going to his house, you know, bringing psychics to his grave, trying to talk to him. And it's, it's all fake. They do it mostly for views. And, you know, like you said, to be funny. And I personally don't like it because he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad of a man. But people are trying to make him, you know, really bad. Now, didn't we raise him right? Y'all heard that. That was yeah. unscripted. Wow. Now, didn't we raise him right? Wow. We don't disrespect Michael Jackson like that. But where is this on TikTok? No, it's, yeah, it's on TikTok. It's on YouTube. It's basically everywhere. You ain't seen it, Ashley. I don't think I've seen it. Girl. So the There's only thing y'all can be mad about the, girl, girl, 
the psychics are going everywhere. They seen about in the woods, honey. They not. Michael even... wouldn't even talk to his siblings sometimes, but somehow he's supposed to be he's talking, talking to, to these randos, right? <laughs> That's some context for they ass. <laughs> I don't believe you, sir, ma'am, whomever you are. I just don't believe. I don't talk about. Did y'all talk to Catherine first? Because you're not gonna hear. Because <laughs> he, no, he's not doing that, and we don't believe in all of that. So ain't gonna be no seancing and all that other stuff. So yeah, it's very interesting that some people feel that Michael is like a punch bag at Halloween time and they try to say oh he's scary and you know da 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 but um, I think what happens that's good during this time of the year certainly eclipses that but that's kind of an undertone so I know some of the fans are going to see this stuff and are going to go OFF and you know what Y'all have gone off for much less so go do your thing and and we support it 100% All right. well I am excited to talk about today's subject and the name of this episode is called The Making of Spooky Season because, as we all know, Michael Jackson is the king of spooky season. We are going to be talking about the making of the Thriller uh, music video as well as the making of the Ghost short film. And I, I'm sorry, I should have said short film for Thriller as well. Michael is flipping over in that casket as we speak because I called his short film a music video. I do apologize. Are you a second? <laughs> might as well be he'll talk to me before he talks to them randos in the woods so thriller is a 1983 short film for the song thriller from the thriller album by michael jackson released on december the, the 2nd 1983 the video was released almost a full year after the album was released and as we said in one of our last podcasts i can't remember if it was the last one or the one before that I think it was uh, Frank DeLeo who was like, Mike, let's do a, a video for this song. Um, because Michael Jackson was freaking out because his number one album was slipping in sales. The video was directed by John Landis and it was written by John Landis and Michael Jackson. It stars Michael Olaray and it is a knockoff. Is that is that a nice word? It is um, a cover of an interpolation of the 1981 film, An American Werewolf in London. I think interpolation was perfect. Yeah, I think that's the word we're looking for. Knockoff sounds really cheap and it wasn't cheap. And maybe Uh, inspired by something. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. So Jackson, John Landis, they conceived a short film with a budget much larger than previous music videos. It was various locations in Los Angeles, including the Palace Theater. A making of documentary was produced to sell to television networks, and the Library of Congress described it as the most famous music video of all time, and it has been named the greatest video of all time by various publications and readers' polls. In 2009, it became the first video inducted into the United States Film Registry by the Library of Congress as a quote, culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant piece of film. So, to get this started, I thought I'd take a page out of User One's handbook and we're going to do a little thriller trivia. Y'all ready? I'm ready. All right, User 3.5, you ready? I know I'm not going to get any of these right, but yeah. Well, you don't know that. We're going to try. If at first you don't succeed, we're going to try. Try again. All right. So thriller. um, This is our thriller trivia. Anybody can answer. You can phone a friend. And maybe you guys out there listening might learn something that you didn't know about thriller because some of these things I didn't know myself. So Deborah Landis gets credit for design. 
jacket for Michael Jackson's Thriller. What other famous and iconic movie frock, I like the word frock, but outfit, <laughs> was credited with designing as well? Can you repeat the question just because it shorted out a couple times? Yes. So Deborah Landis gets credit designing the red thriller jacket for Michael Jackson. What other famous and iconic movie frock was she credited with designing? Hmm. Edward Scissorhands jacket? No, but that's a good, that's a good iconic one. Okay, wait a minute. So we're saying she did something for another movie and what what was that? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Now, let me think about this. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know it was Deborah Landis. So I've already learned something new here. Yes. John um, Landis' wife has gotten credit for the red thriller jacket. Was How it? The fuck, uh, was she in the wardrobe department? Excuse me. Sorry, Jaden. Uh, was she in the wardrobe department? Like, is she on costume? Uh, yes. You know, everybody gets put on, and I like that. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Nepotism. Oh, she, yeah. Is there my husband here? I'm about to be here, too. Oh, yeah. We are about to get multiple we checks. We all here. Yeah. Right. We yeah. getting checks times two. Um, was, it some, was it Purple Rain? It was not. Ain't no. That's a, good, that's a good guess. Well, I'm, you know, I'm keeping it in the family. Jane, do you have a guess? Um, I don't have a guess. Okay, so... It was actually for Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford. That wow. jacket with the with the whip and the hat. That was her. Oh, that was her. Oh, so she like slave driving. <laughs> There's a racial component. That there. was her. <laughs> All right. All right. That one was hard. I didn't even know that one until I until I did some research. So that was cool um, though. Thank you. Absolutely. So we're here to teach. We're a teacher podcast. All right. So second question. The werewolf transformation scene in Thriller was meant to be a metaphor for what human physiological process? Puberty. Yes, ding, 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 ding. Yes, Good it was job, meant to be user two. a metaphor for puberty with the changing of the voice, the, the, the moodiness going from nice to angsty. Um, I don't know about the chasing after the girl. Maybe that's, I guess that's... That's Michael Jackson. He's perpetually, you know, dealing with the results of puberty and chasing some girl that don't want to chase him back. Mm, That's the story of Michael Jackson. Well, yeah, I know I am. Every time I log on in to this podcast, (laughs) chasing right after him. All right. So we got two more questions, y'all. So Rod Temperton wrote the song Thriller. What was the original demo name for the Starlight. song? Yes, Starlight. And it was about, it was literally about what Michael always sang about. Somebody being hounded by. <laughs> A celebrity <laughs> the, being hounded. The celebrity being just stressed out by the, by the public and Thank God somebody was like, nah, we're not doing that again. We're Michael sick was, of it, Michael. Michael was like that person that come into work every Monday and complain. Every <laughs> Monday. <laughs> like, go place. back to your desk. Damn. <laughs> I'm sick of this place. I can't stand it. That was him when they came to talk about how they was after him all the time. Or for, for context for Jaden, who has never had a job. <laughs> um, it's like... You go to homeroom and every day somebody's complaining that they have to go to school. Like, 
Of course we have to go. That's why we're in homeroom. Oh, trust me, I know. Yeah. And those are you that person. He's the per- he's the complainer. complainer so okay. <laughs> I am not the complainer. Not have- in front of the whole class, right? Yeah, not in front of the whole class. <laughs> yeah, that's for at home or amongst Are we learning things? We're learning things today. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Good job, guys. Okay, so last question about Thriller. Ola Ray was not Michael Jackson's first choice for the girlfriend in Thriller. What Flashdance star was originally offered the part of Michael Jackson's girlfriend but turned it down? See, I don't know enough about Flashdance, so I don't know. Is this the movie with Patrick Swayze? That's uh, Dirty Dancing. Flash Dance had, yeah, <laughs> that's the wrong dance movie. Flashdance was Kevin Bacon. Oh. Um, the iconic chair thing under the light and the, the girl. Oh, it's definitely that chair. girl in the chair. It's got to be the, the girl, girl in the chair. chair. Her yeah, name is that, Jennifer Beale. That sounds uh, like what Michael's looking and for. Yeah. Miss Jennifer uh, said no. She didn't want to do it. And Ooh, so, why? In inserts Ola and uh, a star is born. I, um, I don't, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. Never mind. I'm glad it was Ola. <laughs> Ola got on in there, honey. Ola got in there. She was just as happy to be skipping alongside Michael. So what's the story Canada? behind this? Or is that just a one line or a fact? What's the story? Is there a story? So there is a story. Um, it's not a very good story. It basically was a scheduling conflict from what I understand. And she oh, was like, I'm crap. not making time to do that's that. Crap. That's crap. That's crap. And that's what they all say. That's what we all say when we don't want to do something. I have a scheduling conflict. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm busy. And I can't I'm busy. I'm busy. And you have to remember too. So Thriller is the last music video for the album, right? So prior to this, Michael had released beat it and um and, and billy jean and and all these other videos for the album and they were different right they were still pretty groundbreaking but they weren't over the top thriller but he was, was the big first. i mean but he like, was but he thriller was, was like over the top can you imagine somebody coming up to you and being like okay i need you to be the girlfriend of Michael Jackson and you're going to get stalked by Michael Jackson, but werewolf Michael Jackson, that's not my, it's like when Ola in the, the, the making of thriller was like, Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson, except for when he's not Michael Jackson. Like that, I can't you imagine somebody explain, that's probably how it was explained to her. Here's here's, let's cut to the nitty gritty. How big does a black man have to be for a white woman to say in the eighties, I'll be your love interest in your music video. Apparently bigger than Michael Jackson was before he made thriller. But you know what? I think that's the answer to the question. It's at a standard for Michael to use black women as his love interest in his videos, except for you are not alone. Right. And well, in the age group that Michael's in, they didn't want the radio. The record companies didn't want to put a white girl in there either. That wasn't that was not going to be what they wanted to do. So it was just interesting that I wonder how he like did did he ask for them to go out and get her. And, you know, Sony was like, no, Michael, we're going to be using. And here are 40 beautiful black women. <laughs> pick well, one, please. Pick one. Pick pick the Playboy one. <laughs> and not Latoya. I can't see <laughs> not your sister. <laughs> I can't seem to get more information beyond that one liner about Jennifer Beale turning it down. But um 
John Landis did say he auditioned lots of girls for this role. And one of the reasons they chose Ola was because she was crazy for Michael. And then they found out about her being in Playboy later. And the way John Landis convinced Michael to be cool with it was by saying she was a playmate in Playboy. She will not be a playmate in Thriller. So, you know. And that made all the difference, I guess. I mean, duh. It really <laughs> did. Shit. <laughs> we needed to say that, Mike. Like, of course, she's not going to come strip. It's your music video. She's going to do whatever it is you want her to do. Right. Whatever she gets. And I do there. mean whatever. And she was down. And she was ready. She was Jade down. Jaden, close your ears. And you all said y'all going to act right when he was I did. Show. I didn't say anything inappropriate. <laughs> I left all my Debbie commentary on the table. So I. I apologize. I should. Yeah, I mean, long story short, Ola Ray probably had a bit of a crush on Michael Jackson, but who didn't? In no doubt she did. Right. No doubt she did. Oh, I, I mean, every woman, every heterosexual woman, a lot of um, homosexual men. Is homosexual still an acceptable? There's word, a actually? lot of bisexuals. A lot of bisexuals. That's really people. what I'm going for here. There's a lot of which of which I am one. That's what I'm going for here. Yeah, he was a, went for him. He was a, just he was just attractive to it's oh, a many many man. people. Yeah, it's a good looking guy. Good looking guy. Man, he was so. Listen. Oh, did you know it's Jennifer Beals with an S? I've been oh, it's got an S on the end. I typed her name in my. I'm sorry, Jennifer Beals. My bad too. We apologize, Sorry. honey, but you probably shouldn't have taken the gig because nobody knows who you are now, 20, 30 years later, obviously, because nobody guessed you. Anyway, bad move. Michael Jackson's thrill. Good job, y'all, on the trivia. Y'all didn't get them. Y'all got one, two, one. Y'all got Thanks. one. But that's okay. No, two. We got Starlight. We got two. We got Starlight. Starlight. You got two. So you're at 50%. So you would be failing. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. Wow. One was more yeah. extraneous. It really had nothing to do with Michael, but that's fine. It was, you did a good job. I, I give you right. credit. I, I deliberately picked something that was very difficult because I wanted to give the people a little information that they may, may not have known about Thriller because Thriller is such talked about, especially in the Michael Jackson fandom. This time of year, it's so talked about. So I really wanted to bring something new um, to the conversation. So let's talk about making Michael Jackson's Thriller, AKA the making of Thriller. We call it that out of L-O-V-E Love, but it was actually entitled Making Michael Jackson's Thriller. Uh, The documentary was released December 15th, 1983 by Optimum Productions, and it was made and sold as a compromise with Michael Jackson and MTV, as well as Showtime, in order for them to invest in the music video. So we all know the story about how Sony was like, nah, Epic Records, nah, we're not giving you any more money for any more videos, Michael, because we're way over budget with your videos. But Michael really wanted to do Thriller, so he said, I'll pay for it myself. And I wholeheartedly believe that he would have funded it out of his own pocket, but as rich people do, and as a lot of people haven't learned yet, which is why, you know, well, that's a financial conversation. Anyway, you use other people's money when you want to do something. Never use your own if you can avoid it. And so what Michael did was he went to MTV and he said, hey, I'm going to do a video. I want to premiere it on your on your channel. I want to bring views to your channel. Win-win, right? MTV said, it sounds good, Mike, but we don't pay for music videos. It's not fair to the other artists. But what we will do is we'll pay for a documentary about a music video. 
and making Michael Jackson's Thriller was born. It was an hour and 10 minutes long, the documentary was, and it was a, um, a, a originally a VHS tape. Jaden, do you, do you know what a VH, VHS tape is, huh? Yes, I know what a VHS tape is. Well, tell me how you work one. Okay. Um, you have to get a DVD player, I believe. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's a brother, VHS. Wait. Brother, back up, brother. So let's, let's. What did I say? Let's you start over. Too modern. Right too modern. Come back. Yeah. Uh, come back. Like one DVDs were not a thing when VHS. Uh, when Michael released this on VHS. Yeah, come you back. A, you need a VHS player, and um. Would you happen to know what one of those is called? No. Okay. It's a VCR. Yeah. VCR. <laughs> okay. And then um, a VHS tape is a tape that has a lot of tape in the middle <laughs> of it. So it, can ha- so it has the film on it. Mm-hmm. And then when you put it in there, the VCR, it plays. Mm. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's, it's close enough. Mm-hmm. It's, it's close enough. So it originally was released on VHS. Um, and it is to this day holds the Guinness World Record. I'm trying to find the exact record name, but it holds the Guinness World Record for the largest um, music documentary sold in the United States. I have to find it um, exactly and I'll, I'll circle back around with that. But the making of Michael Jackson's Thriller takes you on a behind the scenes journey from pre-production to the shooting of the graveyard scene in the music uh, video or in the short film, I'm sorry. And Felix wrote, a critic, said of Thriller, Thriller by Michael Jackson is one of the biggest albums of all time and for a good reason. A masterclass in execution from the king of pop that set up an impossible, that set an impossibly high bar for what an album and music video could be. So users, let's talk about the making of Michael Jackson's Thriller. We all watched the video. We had it playing in the background as we were coming on to record. Users, what do we think about the the totality of making of Michael Jackson's Thriller? To an extent, if you have cable, you might still catch it um, during spooky season on one of the music channels. But back in the day, they used to play it all the time. VH1 and MTV would like duke it out to see who could play it the most. Um, I think BET would play it once or twice too, but definitely not as much as MTV and VH1. Um, but of course, this was in our childhood, so like the 90s. Um, it was frequent on cable television, but from what I heard. When it came out, everybody was rushing to get Betamax tapes, which user 3.5, this is even going beyond VHS. So you put the VHS tape in the VCR. A Betamax tape goes in a Betamax player. Now, I don't know what those really look like. I think I may have seen one once, but that's a whole different situation. And apparently they were much bigger, much more expensive, and it was difficult to come across those. So um, the folks who actually went out to find Thriller and the making of Thriller on Betamax tape, whoever you are, like reveal yourself. Like if you're one of the Patreon users, 
let us know if you're one of our uh, public listeners please let us know because I want to talk to you like what did that what did that day look like like where do you go to get that do you go to the record store to get it there wasn't there wasn't a Best Buy so yeah wondering where y'all got the making of Thriller on Betamax when this released but yeah I love it one of my favorite projects I think Michael did a really good job of cataloging um, behind the scenes stuff and using this as a package with an already worldwide record breaking album was just really genius so shout out to the team that came up with that concept yeah user user uh, one what do you think about the making of Michael Jackson's thriller I think we need another month I think we need <laughs> the making of Billie Jean and the making of Beat It. And what else? That's all we got from this album, right? Yeah. But the, these are the videos you got that the girl made, is mine. Ain't no video for the girl is mine. Wasn't it? Oh, wait. No. No. Say, and, say, and, say. and no thanks. And no I'm thanks. just, he, it's too many Paul McCartney collabs. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Those are the videos that made music videos. So I think if we could get I think Michael didn't know that he couldn't have known, right? The import he this just covered the costs, right? It was a way to recoup the money that was put out to make the video, but he couldn't have known that this making of would be so it become just as iconic as the actual video, and it gave it gave us a glimpse into Michael Jackson as a creative, as a human, as a young man. You know, he's twenty five making this, you know, his personality really kind of came through in this. This might be one of the last times we get to see his, like, you know, just him and his element and he's unguarded, always aware that there are cameras around, but more unguarded. You see him even like with Ola Ray and, you know, how he interacted with her. She was given um, grown woman energy and he really was given like 15 year old energy. He to was her. giggling the whole time. And I just think that that's so annoying. I know she had to be so annoyed. Like, my plan is not going as planned. Um, it's been and- foiled <laughs> because this is a child. I relate to that so much. All the women who relate, you're like, I thought this was going to go so differently. And, uh, oh, no, and it's just not. <laughs> Let me relax. But you you made a really good point there, user one, because, you know, I think Thriller was such a good video and it shocked folks and it became such a moment that showing behind the scenes of how they literally had to do costume design and makeup and all of that, um, I think folks kind of you forgot you forgot it was a production because it was so good and it was so entertaining but showing Michael put the plaster on his face and wait for it to harden and peel off just reminds you how much work goes in on the back end to give you a great product four days it took them four days can you imagine I we can't get our podcast together in four days a lot of times they four days all of this came together that's crazy in and of itself and yeah, I think that if we got like, to me, this is the sort of, and I'm just going to take a dig at the estate really quickly. This is the sort of content that fans, music lovers, history lovers would like to see, right? Like if there were actually, and you know, there's tapes, he was recording everything. If you could turn the footage from the other videos from Thriller and include the making of Thriller, can you imagine, like that's going to sell. 
immediately that would be crazy but yeah i think the making of thriller kind of gave us this like wow no one else had ever done nothing like that right no other artist had ever done a video like this but also no one had ever given you this backstage like you're there look at making their art like making a music video so it's still timeless. It's just always something new to pick out or something new to pay attention to. I liked how the making of Thriller didn't just highlight Michael's genius, but we got to talk to John Landis and we got to hear from Michael Peters and we got to hear from the makeup artists who were creating these monsters. So we didn't just see Michael be great. We saw people who are great at what they do, you know, show us how they, how they, how they work, you know? Yeah, and we're going to circle back to Michael Peters in just a minute because I really want to take a minute to talk about the choreography of this video. But user 3.5, Jaden, what was your favorite part about making of Thriller? I'd have to say my favorite part was everything, especially when um, the director had to tell Michael how to, you know, jump off that one podium when uh, when Ola was running. And um, I thought he told him to act. He said, you need to act. I thought that was pretty funny. And, you know, just seeing him, just seeing Michael, you know, bringing a song and making it into a character and turning it to life, you know, like a movie. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty nice. Yeah. And it was, I mean, y'all, we sat down last night and we watched uh, The Making of Thriller. We watched The Making of Ghost. And Jaden was really engaged in, in both, but I think he enjoyed Thriller more. He was giggling and Michael was screaming in the transformation scene when Michael's like, ah! Yeah, he, he sounded like a, um, like you said, a 15-year-old. He sounded like a child. <laughs> like a, a possum, like a trapped rat. He didn't sound... It, a I possum. Didn't just, Oh, don't they girl. just? I thought that's only <laughs> You're right. They do a lot of hissing. Yeah. Now it was very, it was very comical. They had to give it some bass for sure. Oh yeah. Thank some... God for sound effects. <laughs> they had to give it some bass. Thank God. Well, let's 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 circle back now and talk about Michael Peters. So Michael Peters is the choreographer along with Michael Jackson um, of thriller and michael jackson worked with michael peters on beat it he's one of the gang members in the background on beat it um i i'm going to ask you i'm curious to know what you guys think about michael Michael peters is clearly a choreographer's dream like he's a genius um and if you think about the movements everything is so zombie like like in 1983 what in your mind how how much of a genius you don't have the walking dead you don't have things like that where you can kind of get an idea of what a zombie would look like and the movements the choreography were very fluid but they were also very zombie-like and stagnant and a little scary and it really gave the effect that michael was going for um in the video but let me tell you something my favorite part about this is michael peter saying doing the the choreography of rehearsal saying uh, shoulder, shoulder, neck, neck, boom, cat, cat. I mean, that's, I just love it. I just, it makes me happy. Digga, 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 dumb. Ah, ah, digga, 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 That's my favorite part of the whole thing. What do you guys like about, what, what do you guys remember about the choreography and about that interaction with Michael Peters? Because he, he spent a lot of time with him. I mean, he did other projects with him as well, so. Michael uh, came off 
of the Wiz with an appreciation for um, stage plays, I think, and like kind of reinterpreting a stage play. And he famously went to go see um, the Wiz many times. He went to go see Dream Girls many times. Like we know. Um, those black productions in particular, he was very drawn to. And so we can imagine that working with Michael Peters, who had um, hella awards and accomplishments and accolades, even then, um, was something to look forward to. And I think Michael was thinking about that EGOT lifestyle even then, and he didn't really get to give that a full strike in the way that, like, Jennifer Hudson has been able to do it and Whoopi Goldberg have been able to do it. Michael really got caught up in the music, and I think because he was the biggest pop star to ever exist, it was just a little too difficult for him to stretch his wings in that direction. But with Michael Peters, I think he really got to tap into, like, the... um the true basics of stage choreography and how do you channel what Michael's usually coming up with on his own or with his brothers at Havenhurst and like develop that into an ensemble um, um, uh, piece. And Michael as a part of an ensemble is really cool. Like I think he walked away from Thriller and beat it doing mass choreography scenes like michael doesn't just have a couple of folks dancing in the background this man's got like four rows of dancers consistently and i think between beat it and thriller you kind of see that come along and that's michael peters that's michael peters you know working the chorus line so i love them together i wish they were able to do more and i wish michael peters was still here because he was just really really good he was. He was really good. And I think you 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 hit on it a little bit years or two. He also was responsible for what we got and beat it. So he and Michael had a longstanding, you know, relationship. They were good. It's good to have a good work partner. This is the the value of working with people you have chemistry with that you can be good worker a good worker with and you can create things together. And I think that they demonstrated that well. I think Michael and Quincy demonstrated that well for, for a time. And um, that, that became invaluable. I think Michael said like, he would do a step and I'll be like, yeah, I like it. Yeah. I don't like it. I would do a step and he'd be like, yeah, I like it. I don't like it. Right. And so Michael clearly respected him enough to say whatever he's thinking about, like I'm taking it seriously. Like I, he's going to make me better. And I think that that's the sign of greatness when someone who already is, is demonstrating a high level of excellence in what they do is willing to be humble to someone else who also does the same thing they do and say, I'm listening, you know, and I'm, I'm learning from you. And I think that that was evident. Michael had a lot of respect for him. So you couldn't even, you can't even imagine putting someone else in that creative chair because, and you know, his personality came through so big in the making of Thriller. I think fans kind of latched on and a lot of fans who were like, who is this guy? You know, looked him up and saw like, oh no, he's the real deal, you know? So yeah, I think it came through really strong in the making of Thriller, just that that chemistry and how well they work together. Yeah, those are some of my favorite parts when Michael Peters is like pushing Michael to dig into an emotion or into a particular yeah. step that when we look at it, we like, oh, he hit it. 
It looks mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And Michael Peters is like, no, I need more. I did this mm-hmm. from the shoulders. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was, he's phenomenal. I wish you were still with us so we could have him on the show and talk to him about it. But God rest him. And well done, sir. Well done. So before we move on to ghosts, I want to ask everybody, I want to get everybody's input on one last question. So like I said earlier, the U.S. uh, National Film Registry um, by the Library of Congress inducted this video um, into its archives as, quote, culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. What did Thriller do for the culture? And y'all know what I mean. For the Black culture of this country in 1983. What is its significance to the culture? Mm, This is like our own interpretation, right? It's like no right or wrong answer. Right. Um, I think it kind of made Halloween and spooky season acceptable. Um, Because even for Michael, he famously had to deal with the religious implications that came along with dressing up as a zombie and it can't just be oh i wanted to dress up like a zombie today i was in a silly goofy mood it was well do you know what the occult is and you channeling spirits and you know just drama just drama the guy just wanted to dress up like a zombie just simple as that um and they had a really fire dance routine and let's just pretend let's just make believe let's just have a little scary short film moment and it's great it's awesome i love it and i think the concept of thriller without the music video is even it is it like set us up for it had to be a really good short film because when you listen to the song without the Vincent Price context like let's just say you just listening to the song not the oohs and ahs and scary spooky shit in the background it's just a song about macking on this girl and you trying to get her to be comfortable enough to um to vibe with you for the evening (laughs) and I'll save you from the terror on the screen I'll make you see I got you girl we safe we good it's just a scary movie no big deal um that audio experience then transformed onto a short film was just really fun to watch like we had seen Michael do so much stuff and to watch him transform into a werewolf just for kicks and giggles and dress up in 1950s garb and then hop out of a movie into like this weird third person fucking storyline it's just wild it's just wild but I think Thriller just let Spooky Season be cool again that's that's my final answer what about you, user one? Yeah, no, I think I think all that's true. I think that thriller at the time, I think that um to be there and experience it had to be crazy. Um, because it's like we were watching last night and we were telling Jaden how people were going to work with their outfit on. Like that's what they woke up and put on to go on a date. To go everywhere. To go to work. To mm-hmm. go, probably to go work out. I just don't even know. Or you think about the flash mobs today that happen every year. Prisoners, <laughs> the prisoners doing the sequence. People around the world, the timing it. Everybody doing the same dance moves at the same time. How many people can do it? Um, that's just moving forward. But at the time, I know it was crazy. And for the culture, I know it had to be a really proud moment for Black people to see 
um, a, a black person really taking the music industry by, I mean, like there was nobody else to compare every, there was crazy artists out so many great artists. But when you think about the eighties, you think about Michael Jackson and a lot of that is because of Thriller. It's because of that 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 album, but definitely that video, which changed the game. Like, we were watching this as kids. This came out way before we were born, but we were watching this as kids in elementary school at, at Halloween. That's what they would put on. That gave the teachers that 30 minutes, because they would somehow make it 30. I don't know how. <laughs> Not even 30 minutes. They would give them 30 minutes to go do whatever it was they were doing at their desk and we will watch it, you know, and it, it's just something that is mesmerizing. I'm interested to hear how talking about what it did for the culture, what it continues to do for pop culture today and talking to someone from a different generation, Gen Z, user 3.5. What, how, how did, how does Thriller sit with you and your generation? You guys are all over creating moments, 30 second to two minute moments online how does thriller seep into that what do you see happening in the streets um what i would see happening in the streets and on the internet is you know people taking that song you know doing michael's and the other dancers dance moves like that was in the film and um you know putting their own little twist on it doing some freestyle um i used to be scared to watch it all the time but now I'm not because yes you did you would run you would run <laughs> that's because of the zombies and um the the deep talking it freaked me out a lot <laughs> you know what? you were one of many a lot of people say that it scared everybody it scared everybody <laughs> it scared but everybody I think like you said it was a good paved way for um black singers and um black you know just people of color giving them a little pave way yeah it's a good boost it's a good yeah. it's a good boost and then, in the and community then it's I, I definitely think for the culture it did what i think it's a it's a for me it's a mix of what you all said you think about rihanna and disturbia or you think about some of these other artists and some of their kind of darker films um or their darker music videos and that it started with michael and it started with Thriller. And Michael wanted to scare people, but he also wanted people to, to have fun. He wanted to scare people in a good way. And it gave people, it, it reframed what scary could be and what was acceptable as far as a music video, quote unquote, because this video is what, like 17 minutes long. So I mean, it's not really a video. It's definitely a short film. It's probably one of his shortest short films, because after this, we just get into Michael was like, we're filming it till it's done. But um, it, it for the culture, I agree wholeheartedly with, with user one. It, it showed black artists that we could that there were no limits. There are no parameters. Do what you want to do. So, and it's still the biggest, I mean, the most recognized Halloween song of all time. We're having a Halloween party at our house in a few weeks. And let me tell you something. First on my playlist is Thriller. And the playlist would not be legitimate if Thriller won't own it. You ain't lying. You know, so. All right, well. Thriller was the the crawl for the walk of the next video. And that is, I'm sorry, video. I keep saying video. 
charge it to my head and not my heart. <laughs> Short film, which is Michael Jackson's Ghost. Ghost is a 1996 short film starring Michael Jackson and directed by Stan Winston. It was written by Stephen King and Mick Garris. Ghost tells the story of an eccentric man with supernatural powers being forced out of a small town by its judgmental mayor. Michael plays five roles in this film and performs dance routines to the songs Too Bad, Is It Scary, and Ghost. And those last two were taken from the history, um, from the Blood on the Dance Floor album, History of the Mix. The first one, Too Bad, was taken from the History album. The Ghost film was released in 1996, along with Select Prince of, uh, from the horror film Thinner. And it was first screened in 1997 at the Cannes Film Festival at over 38 minutes long. It held the Guinness World Record for the longest music video until 2013, when Pharrell Williams is happy, took that number one spot. I don't know. I've never seen all however many minutes of happy, but Lord help us, Jesus, because Ghost was long. I don't know what Pharrell was doing. Has anybody seen that whole happy? The whole happy? It's longer than 38 minutes, so. Now, okay, when you say the whole happy, because, you know, he did like that 24-hour music video situation you're not talking about that one you talking I about have that. no idea I don't know because I've never seen the video this happy came along at a time when MTV has stopped playing videos so if you asking me what the video <laughs> looked like I don't know <laughs> yeah no I can't tell you really oh, lord help us anyway congratulations Pharrell that must have been that's a feat uh so we're going to talk about making Michael Jackson's ghost. Um, the story, of course, was based loosely on Michael Jackson's life um, after he was accused of, after his accusations in 1993. Um, it was loosely based on how he felt. And allegedly, the mayor who Michael Jackson plays looks very similar to a DS. Uh, and this person believes that Michael is a freak, which apparently Michael has attributed also to dear old Tom Snedden. The film has similar imagery and themes to that of Thriller because Michael's goal was to eclipse his previous short film of Thriller and for ghosts to take over as spooky season king of the short films. Users... I love this. I love this short film. We all watched the making of Ghosts before this podcast. What do we think about Ghosts? I love it. Tell me, are you the ghost? Listen, I'm Loki might like Ghosts more than Thriller. Say what you will. Thank you. Okay, I think it's a okay it's just got first of all it's a suite of songs it's an experience and i like to think it's like this weird fever dream of michael like making history right so he's doing his little box set with um past present future cool and then he just gets into this vibe where he decides he's going to dig into like the darker parts of his psyche, his drug abuse at the time, um, 
people hounding him, which is a constant subject. And then um, the effects of having the intense public scrutiny that he had the while he was in his backlash era. So Thriller is when he's still in his pop stardom era where there's no negative energy. He hasn't really gone through anything. Um, I don't... Shit, had he had had he gone through the Pepsi incident by Thriller video? Not quite. No, no, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. So he hadn't even, you know, had had the injury yet, which we know and have unpacked in other episodes. Where that just Michael's psyche and his drug abuse kind of started at that moment at the Pepsi commercial. So Thriller is before all of that, where he's still in. Um, I guess the brightest light or the most positive light that he could be in. And then when we get to ghosts, he's gone through some things. He's married for a second time. He's a parent and he's unpacking a completely different um, set of very personal issues and then found a creative way to do it. So I love ghosts. I think Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis did a great job. Teddy Riley's production was great. Like there's several producers who helped him come up with the songs that are in ghost but i love it it's my favorite whatever i 100 agree and i want to say i'm gonna pivot to user two in just a moment but i want to say so uh user i'm sorry to user one in a moment user two just said that it is a sweep of songs the three songs that are featured in this short film are ghost too bad and is it scary and i before we go any further I want to play a game, another game. We're not going to do trivia this time. We're going to play Finish the Lyrics. So we're going to see how well you guys know the lyrics to the three songs featured in the Ghost short film. Y'all ready? So I just want to, wait a minute, I want to clarify. Book lyrics, Michael lyrics. No, the actual, what he's supposed to be saying. What he's supposed to say. What he's allegedly saying. Allegedly. Yes. All right. So we're going to start with Ghost. Everybody ready? Yes. All right. So, ghosts. There's a tapping in the floor. There's a freak behind the door. There's a rocking in the chair, but there's no one sitting there. What's the next line? Oh shit! There's a there's a goose go, ghouly smell around. There's a ghostless ghoulish smell. Okay. Around. There's a ghostly smell around. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, Ashley. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I thought you were gonna let me do the first part. I don't know. <laughs> you had oh, know the sh- first you part. You had OS the first part. Everybody I know the first part. Everybody know the first part, and I do not know the rest. Of, <laughs> all I know is that nobody's calling me. Don't Wait a minute. It's it's uh. There's a ghost. Ghost to smell around, but nobody's to be found. Mm-hmm. And there's a restless. There's a restless. And a oh. coughing and a yawning. You ain't Where shit. Restless soul is going. <laughs> your your Michael card was laminated. We're gonna have to give Ooh. you another card. It's not laminated. Paper, paper. just paper. Yeah. <laughs> I, and look, I was just talking about how it's my favorite. I felt them lyrics. And look at you. You see how I, I set you up? You. you just said, I love this. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. this. Okay, that was funny. So the last lines are: There's a ghost to smell around, but nobody to be found, and a coughing and a coughing and a yawning. Where a restless soul is going. I don't. No, I never knew he said that. I I thought he said. Yeah. And and all and I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Hey. I did get that. I did. And he's right. I don't understand it. I don't really truly. I don't. All right. It. That was fun. Okay. So 
that was for ghosts. Now we're on to too bad and too bad. And y'all, y'all got to get this one. Okay. So too bad. Told me that you're doing wrong. Word out shocking all along. What's the next lines? Crying wouldn't be like a man. Close. Okay, close. So we don't know what Michael is saying because Michael doesn't enunciate at this point in his career. Crying wolf ain't Ain't like a man. Oh, see, I thought he was saying crying wouldn't be like we a man. We all thought he was saying that, but that's not that's what, what he no, said. I didn't know about that's why, I, that's why I asked you, is it his lyrics or the book's lyrics? It's the book's lyrics. Well, yeah, it's what he was supposed to say. So crying wolf ain't like a man throwing rocks to hide your hands. You ain't done enough for me. You ain't done enough for me. You are disgusting me. me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I just like want to- your cut for me. Yeah. He was mad. Uh, my favorite line that he said, you got that lust for me. I said, okay, Michael. But it's too bad. Too bad. <laughs> ah, that's a player <laughs> shit right there. All right. Okay, so too bad. Too bad is actually my favorite uh, in this whole uh, trilogy here. Um, and thank God we left out Shaq doing whatever he was that doing. That is my song. favorite part. That's my favorite part. Yeah, no, Shaq didn't need to be on this. I don't know. He did. I, that was he. He was my favorite part. I actually my enjoyed. Dad, did Shaq I'm pay bad, for the feature? No. Or did he just so happen? I I want to say he said something like Mike was at the house, or because Shaq had a studio. A recording there is studio. a story behind this. Yeah, and I can't yeah. remember all of it. Shaq, come on and tell, talk. Come to on us the about pod, it. Shaq, and bring some Subway sandwiches. He got so many endorsements. Is Subway mm-hmm. one of them, or am yeah, I just asking some him to bring some insurance, Some general insurance too. The general discount. The general. No, the general insurance is mediocre. I got hit by somebody with the general's insurance. I love Shaq as a businessman, but anyway, that's a whole nother podcast. But yeah, yeah. Shaq's on the. Uh, I just I, I like first of all, this is the era of all the rap, all the basketball players thinking they were also rappers, and really like actually coming on records that's true yeah i thought he did good he sounded like shack mm-hmm. yeah he did all right so is it scary the last finish the lyrics because y'all you know i'm doing good know, no, I, uh, i'm doing good some folks know and some folks don't if you know and you i don't know, even you know, like those like that go ahead all right so is it scary there's a creaking in the floor there's a creak behind the door there's a rocking in the chair, but nobody sitting there. What's the next part? I know this one. I know this one. Okay. Okay. There's a gassy smell around, but nobody to be found. Ah, and a coffin, something, something open, where a rest of soul is spoiling. Okay, well, the, listen, I, I I don't know if you read it. I didn't. If you Googled it or not. But he you didn't cheat it. this time. You know he's a cheat now, but he did and not I, cheat. Yeah, oh, I, I would never no say that. So, Jaden, I trust you. <laughs> you ain't never there's played the, no games. There's the one person who ain't right. The one person who ain't played games. This is our third game together. You ain't never played Uno great. with him. That's what okay, you need to play. You learn mm-hmm. a lot about somebody. You really can, can't you, Because Uno gets real. It gets real real quick, don't it? I listen to the song every day. I, at least I try to. That's why I know it. Okay. That's pretty close. Yeah, Jaden recently close, incorporated yeah. Michael Jackson into a project at school, and Ghost was it, right, Jaden? Yeah. Yeah. 
So, that's how you know he one of us. When you start bringing Michael into the into academy, your projects, <laughs> y'all have indoctrinated the boy. You are, you are you're fully on the team now. Yeah. So he is correct. There's a ghastly smell around, but nobody to be found, and a coffin it lays open where mm. a restless soul is spoiling. Come on, use a three point five. Good job. Good job. All right, and here's the bonus question from Ghosts, y'all. What is the name of the village Debbie. where the town people live? Debbie is not it. And if you, and I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna make you turn your mic off. Mm. What is the yeah. name of the village? Coolsville. Where the townspeople live. <laughs> it's, it's not Hoosville. The townspeople live? Yes. What's the name of the village? Oh, I don't know. Uh, um, Neverland. <laughs> Shut your mic off. Okay. Log off. Now. <laughs> Ashley, do you have a guess? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's something probably very like ironic. Michael it's a nice normal town with Plainsville. Nice, Plainsville. Normalville. It's Normal Valley. Normal mm. Valley. Okay. Oh yeah. And there is a sign at the beginning. If you watch the full film, now you can't watch the four minute version of this. you gotta you gotta you endure have to that start whole from the thing. black and white until the end. But at the very beginning, it says, welcome to Normal Valley. Michael thought very little of normal people. Because he wasn't one. (laughs) He was like, y'all are (laughs) really not that interesting. The mayor was supposed to be, uh, Michael said in the making of Ghosts, he was Middle America. He said, I guess he's supposed to represent Middle America. That's us, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, you are in the HOA. Uh, you could have been one of the ones with a pitchfork. I really could have. I really could have talked about that sign in your yard is too big. And you know it. <laughs> and you got these kids outside playing and screaming all the time. It's too much. You are in violation of section three, four, and five. And that sounds like the HOA around here. You too. have you parked wrong. You have Make 10 days to, to comply. To cut to, I mean, to correct. You yep. thought really little of, of us in middle America. We are middle of America, folks. Some of us are those of you who aren't in in America. <laughs> it was I don't know what he thought about y'all. Know, but y'all know what? I really just clicked for me. What's that movie, Ashley? Who's seen the movie where the black guy wakes? It's from the seventies. He wakes up and he's a white guy. It's a comedy. Oh gosh, um, I know what you're talking about. I don't yeah, know the I name know of what the you're movie. Talking about and I was Michael not. spoofing that sort of idea in him being this white guy? Um, no, I think he really just wanted to dress up like Tom Snedder. Yeah, I think he just like to be... <laughs> DS, we gotta call him DS. you talk about like, how many times is it okay for a black man to impersonate a white guy and vice versa? It's time, you know, we don't do blackface. We don't think that's appropriate. How many times is it appropriate? That's why I was like, maybe you gotta he was, remember maybe he Michael, was being tongue and cheeky here. I don't know. Michael's Michael, while he was a black man, is a colorless entity at this point. So he's mm-hmm. not thinking about that. He's like, and, and you know what? I'm Michael Jackson. I can dress up as whoever I want, and it'll You're be right. funny. Ha ha. And here's a good oh, time to interject that Jennifer Beals is actually half black, which I just learned. And I today. knew it. That's why I didn't say nothing because she got a biracial curl. Sis, sis is half black. Now she definitely is a passer all day. When her look at her today, and well, her hair is curly. Obviously, that that's like a giveaway. I thought it was like Italian. Well, actually her, so her mom is Italian. Her dad was black. Her dad passed away when she was really young. So she was raised by her mom, obviously. But um she is actually half 
black, that hair is what always will tell it. Now she she wears her hair straight. So if you just Not see her as she dance, it was yeah, in flash dance it was curly, but as a rule and if you see her in today she's gonna have straight hair you're not gonna be able to tell but shout out to people who you talking about passing that is passing in paris Um, that's exactly the evidence that she would like for us to review okay all right we're gonna move on um so michael played five different characters in this can anybody name all five without looking at the notes yes the maestro Yes. <clears throat> Y'all phone a friend. Help out. Michael Jackson. He plays Mi- Michael plays Help Michael. Michael plays Michael. He plays the mayor. The mayor, yes. Um, he also plays that demon. The, uh, with the, the hair. super ghoul. Mm-hmm. The skeleton. Ah, yep. yeah. That's right. And the last one is what? Debbie. The ghoul mayor, not Debbie. Oh. If you say Debbie one more time, I'm gonna shut it down. <laughs> She's such an integral part of this video. I'm gonna shut it down. I just don't like that we didn't talk about her. I keep bringing her. We're gonna get back around to the big Deborah in that motorcycle. Okay, <laughs> Why do you keep calling her that? <laughs> We're gonna get back around to Deborah. Okay. He also plays the ghoul mayor, which is the mayor that is possessed by the Michael Jackson character. That's the mm-hmm. part where he looks in the mirror as the mayor. He's like, who's the freak now? Freak, freak, freaky boy. The yeah. acting in this was very questionable. Um, some parts of it. Some parts were decent, but there were parts that were very questionable. Could you also say he plays another character? That was like when he um, smashes his head and he withers away. And that little thing where they open the door and it, um, you know, jumps out at him. And it's him. Could you say he plays that as well? Yeah, I think that's a that's a part of the super ghoul. Like, remember when he was um, after the the skeleton went away, he was at really tall with the two um, ghoulish, yeah, yeah, the bear ears on on his head at the top and the wavy wig. Yeah. So I think that was an offshoot of that, but he did. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Michael was in every minute of this movie, of this short film. He was. Um, and allegedly, according to uh, Stan Winston, Stan says that it was his idea for Michael to play all five parts because he wanted, um, because Michael wanted so badly to be accepted as an actor. Stan Winston thought that this would kind of put him on a little bit um, if he played all of the parts. I guess it was to show his range. Um, in acting what do you guys think about him his acting chops and he did a lot more acting in ghosts than he did in thriller for sure I so michael tried to cram every possible display of emotion that he could in ghosts like he tried to be funny he tried to be mean he was frustrated and sad um he tried to give us the gamut in ghosts for whatever reason and i think as fans at the time it made us think like oh he's about to do more stuff like this like he was incredibly comfortable being in his bag and then we really didn't get much else after that we barely got you rock my world well it's because the only person casting michael was michael so there's that so yeah, I mean, the, I think that his acting was it wasn't awful. 
but it is 100% eclipsed by the choreography. The choreography in this is superb. Lavelle Smith, Travis Payne, and Michael choreographed the dance sequences in Ghost, and it is some of my favorite dancing to watch, especially the, the top part, the too bad part. Um is incredible. What is your favorite choreographed scene in 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 Ghost user user two? Because you don't this ain't your jam. So what? What's not my jam? Oh, I'm sorry, not user two, user one. Okay. The mean lady. <laughs> I also want to say Michael Acton in this is the perfect example of you giving us giving people things they didn't ask for. At this point in time, no one wants to see Michael Jackson the actor. That time had passed. This is film. He gonna do what he want to do. Well, that's what I'm saying. But no, you talking about Stan? You talking about Stan said, "Oh, this a help." Exposure to whom? For what? Role. I said he said you can turn it off if you don't want to see Stan hyped him. This is what Michael did. Need more people hyping him for something that was not a reality. Michael Jackson at this point, no one knew and he wasn't going to be cast as not, not, nothing and acting. Nothing. That time had passed. That was in the 70s and the 80s. By the 90s is done. Only thing he can be at then is anything he put together. So what's my favorite dance sequence? Um, The skeleton. So the, the is it the scary part? Yeah. That's my favorite sequence and I liked how they showed us in the making of Ghost the tech behind it. Because that was really groundbreaking at the time. A lot of the stuff was groundbreaking at the time. And um, it was very well done. I mean, the budget, you know, definitely speaks to that. Like, they they did not go cheapo. You know, there were green screens and everything. People, you know, uh, ghouls walking up walls and everything, breaking of the face, him turning into that skeleton. Like, the, the technology was definitely top-notch for 90s, 95, 96 and um, so that probably was my best. That was the, the part that I liked the most out of the whole day. Okay. User uh, 3.5, what's your favorite dance sequence of this short film? Uh, there was a lot of them. I think my favorite dance sequence was when Michael, um, in his big, tall, eight-foot ghoul form, goes into the mayor and he makes the mayor start dancing. I thought that was pretty funny. And... I think maybe my favorite thing about it um, or favorite thing that Michael does himself is when, you know, he rips off his face. It's like a mask and then the skull and then he like hits his head and the skull breaks and it's his face. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. And like user, user two, I'm sorry, user one said um, a lot of things in this in this film were groundbreaking right so you have the contrast between thriller where it was basically a cut and paste of american werewolf in london um and then you have ghosts where michael was like i want the new stuff whatever is new i want it in this short film i don't want anything people have seen before and he said that in the making of ghosts the ectoplasma part where he kind of puts his arm out and the ghouls come out of his arm as kind of this, I, I call it Ivan Ooze. If anybody grew up in the, in the nineties, y'all know the Power Rangers movie, Ivan Ooze and all that Ooze. That's what it looks like to me, the ectoplasm. But that was something that hadn't been done before. Stan Winston talked about how they were kind of just guessing, playing around with it to make it work. Uh, the walking on the walls, they call it the impossible shot. Uh, that was something that hadn't been done before. 
Um, I mean, and these these ghouls were marching up the walls. They were dancing on the ceiling. Um, that kind of box, green screen box that turns the rotating box. You see it in other music videos later. Uh, NSYNC did a really good job with that in the Bye 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 video uh, with that rotating box. But Michael was the first. So talking about ghosts and the making of ghosts, we can look back now and see how innovative Michael was and how he really wanted to be uh, groundbreaking and he wanted it to be iconic, an iconic video. So that kind of leads me to my next question, users. Was this iconic? Did Michael hit the mark? Is this what we what we needed, what we wanted to follow up Thriller? I like that. I don't know, you guys. Um, I love the skeletons dancing up the wall and the CGI aspects of what it took to do that and Michael, you know, smashing his skull against the floor. I think Michael was trying to evolve into the next set of advanced technology. So if you look at it through a lens or a timeline lens, when Thriller came along, doing that type of intense costuming was rare. And I think it's become more popular over time. Um, especially as uh, computer-generated things can be added to the screen outside of what people are actually doing when they're being filmed. But I think Michael really wanted to advance the tech of film, and he talked about that a lot late in life, that he wanted to continue to do short films and just be innovative on screen. And so um, doing green screen material, which I'm obsessed with. Like, where is it? Where is Michael's green screen material from him dancing and capturing all the content that was used in this? I think he was just really trying to become his own little, you know, production company and just push push the edge of innovation every time. So um, while it, it's almost like, Fans, we are the only people who really like this. And, you know, casual fans like the user 3.5s of the world who just kind of happen upon it because it's not on TV as often as it used to be when we were younger. But, I mean, I think it's just a nice piece of art. And I think Michael did push the envelopes considering the time that it was. And if he would have been able to continue to create, like we saw in This Is It, um, in that stage production, he was still trying to evolve on the technology end. So um, would have loved to see where he where he would have ended up. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, this is, and, and, I, and I haven't mentioned, but I do want to mention, this was um, originally aired on VH1, which is another music channel for all of you young listeners who don't remember when music videos were on TV. This was in uh, 1997 Halloween special presentation for Michael Jackson. um, And that's where this originally aired. User one, did this hit the mark? Did this do what Michael wanted it to do, which is at least at minimum stand on par with Thriller? No. There's only one Thriller. And and not that I enjoy Ghost is enjoyable, and I I really enjoy the making of Ghost, um, much like for the same reasons I enjoy the making of Thriller. But it's like once you've already done it once, it just don't feel as authentic 
it just feels like you know trying to you know recreate or repeat that magic and you know it's it's some stuff it just happens it's a once in a it's once in a lifetime thing and you don't mess with it no more it's like you ever seen a movie that it was perfect the first time but then they made a part two and you're like why to me that's ghost for michael like it was perfect the first time we did not need um the sequel that's just me. Even though, again, there are parts that I really enjoyed about it and it's not bad, but it certainly wasn't received by the public, by the consuming public, the music consuming public in the same way as Thriller. But as user two said, he was in a different point in his career at this point. Many things had happened from Thriller to now. And so obviously that pays, plays a big part in it too. But no, I think if he thought this was going to be like bigger than Thriller or recreate the magic of what he was able to achieve with Thriller, I think that he fell short of the mark. I think fans enjoy it. I think it's definitely a fan favorite. And a lot of people who are into spooky things and like that sort of stuff, like that's that's the, it hits that niche. So, but other than that, um, nah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. The user 3.5, same question. Did this do what Michael wanted it to do, which is stand toe-to-toe with Thriller? I'm going to have to say no on this one. Only because, yeah, Ghost is good. It It gives a good concept on what it was intended to do. But Thriller is just really more iconic. And it was the first of many of his scary things. And that's really all I got to say. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> you see he's standing with his favorite auntie. Um, you know, I I have to say I agree, though. I, I As much as I love Ghost, um, it, it goes, first of all, it's, it's not just one song, right? So you have uh, three songs talking about three totally different things. Um, but... The songs from Blood on the Dance for History in the Mix, it, it seems like obviously it was a part of the promotional package for Blood on the Dance Floor. And we'll get more into Blood on the Dance Floor during our 12 Days of Christmas special, so stay tuned. Um, but it just wasn't, people didn't love it at the time. And and a lot of people don't love it now. Um, and I think it's because it feels like a regurgitation of something we've already scene um but i i think that the the ghouls in this are have much more well i don't want to say much more character i like the period piece of the ghouls in this i like the um i like michael seems more in command right he's not being overcome by the darkness but he's a part of the darkness um and so i like those aspects of ghosts but yeah thriller is thriller is thriller man yeah makeup and costume is is crazy in ghosts the makeup yeah, and the costumes I, yeah, are crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it's fantastic. And you can tell that this, I mean, I think this took, um, I think they said it took six weeks to do, start to finish. You can tell. They took their time and they did what they needed to do. Um, and, and it's fantastic. The final product is fantastic fantastic but it's not it's not thriller you you can't you can't beat the cinematic drama of ola ray turning around and finding out the man she'd been on a date with all night is a whole different person every woman in in america knows that feeling (laughs) 
He's a dead man. <laughs> when you turn around and you're like, wow, that's who I've been dating this whole time. Wow, I just saw it. I just, I'm just not saying it. And I don't like it. That like that, but that scene when she turns around and is like, and you know, that that, you know, that bass hits, da-da, you know, and then they start like you can't beat this the the drama of thriller. Like it's a lot of drama there. It's good drama. Yeah, I think thriller is a perfect example of less is more. You know, there weren't as many lines in thriller. I mean, Michael did a whole monologue in this one in Ghost, you know what I'm saying? But he probably could have kept that. I mean, less is more. Uh, I think a lot of the acting with the the feeling of it, uh, you could tell she was afraid, she was disturbed, she was concerned. And she probably was like, how the F am I going to get home now? Because this mofo just turned into a whole zombie with a whole graveyard behind him dancing. Now what I'm supposed to do, you know? Um, but it's what it's what it is. Thriller is thriller, ghost is ghost. User one wants to talk about Debbie. What what would you like to say about Debbie in closing? Okay. Hi, Debbie. How are the horses? Um, hope you're well. Would love to hear your take on being a part of the making of ghosts. I know you've recently been talking to people about things. We don't want to talk about that. Um, come on the show. Would love to talk about if you still ride bikes. Your hog lady. You know, we want to know. All right. And on that note, user 3.5, thank you so much for joining us today. Anything else you want to say? I'm going to give you your own time slot to say whatever you want to say about Thriller or Ghost. Um, I just want to say they're both great films. You know, they were well productive. Um, just seeing how they were, you know, made into the film was pretty nice. And uh, thank you for having me. That's all I got. Thank you for Aww. being here, son. Thank you. Come back again, Jaden. Always welcome. Auntie Ashley is so excited when she gets. Oh, this was so fun. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us on our third spooky season episode. User one, what you want to say? Well, I just wanted to give a quick shout out. If you're looking for some other things to revisit or see for the first time, MJ Fangirl has a number of videos on YouTube that chronicle Michael Jackson's thriller, including a thriller reenactment by MJ Fangirl. Y'all gonna love that. Also, four things to know about uh, the make making Michael Jackson's thriller. Uh, so she's also got some other things. So if you're looking for some Mi- Michael content to binge, if you want to create your own MJ weekend like they used to do back in the day, make sure that you add the Black Jackson estate to your list as well as MJ Fangirl and some other Black create um, other Black creators for sure. If you can, find, if you find if we're out there, um, but also the MJ cast and some other. Um, Michael Jackson fan creators who are giving you great content. And of course, check out the official making of Thriller and Ghost. And is there anything else you should see? Torture. Go ahead. Oh, torture, torture, torture. Speaking of torture, listen, we're having a Halloween party. We're going to post pictures and let you guys know how it went. It is a costume party. So we are excited about it. Wish we could invite you all. Okay. But by the time oh, you're invited. We know you're not coming. We know you're not coming. You don't know where podcast, we live. Unless you're in North Carolina somewhere. <laughs> We're going to have had our costume party. But happy spooky season to everyone out there listening. 
We will be back next month for another episode of the Black Jackson Estate podcast. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Well, we're trying to bring back the motion picture shorts. And I want a thriller and beat it to be a stimulant for people to make better videos or short films. I saw American Werewolf in London. I gradually became aware that he knew me from American Werewolf and knew nothing else. I haven't seen any. Well, I saw Kentucky Fried Movie. saw Kentucky Fried Movie. Which was funny. So it was like real awkward. George said, well, Michael, I mean, have you seen Trading Places? No. Animal House? No. Blues Brothers? No. Sort of like real depressing. Those are your biggest ones. Real depressing afternoon at Michael Jackson's house. (laughs)